Hola, hola, it's your girl Erica from America. Welcome to the Confidence Chronicles podcast. This podcast is all about helping you stand in who you are. Stop giving a fuck what people think about you. Start standing as your fully expressed self. As you are, as is, there is no filter needed. You are fucking awesome, and I am here to remind you. I'm a confidence coach, and I'm a bold stand for confidence, and I cannot wait to dig into today's episode with you. What's happening, y'all? Welcome back to the podcast. Do you like how I sing to you in the beginning and at the end? I don't know if you noticed, but I do. (laughs) I don't know why I do that. I totally don't think I have a nice voice to sing, but I like sing talking. It's a lot of fun. So welcome back, peeps. I am excited to be here to talk about this today because I get so many. When I'm talking so many, I mean like daily 15 to 18 to 22 messages on Instagram alone, and then there's Facebook, and then there's email, and it's about someone not understanding you, a divorce, a problem, how you feel, your in-laws, your partner, your best friends doing something, how, how you feel about some past thing that happened in your relationship now, etc., etc. And what I want to say to you is, and why I have this title of today's podcast, is Like everything you want is here in this topic that we're going to talk about today. Every, every answer, every outcome, every, um, end result starts here and it starts with communication and it's what a lot of us do not want to do. And it blows my mind because I'm like, if you were to say to me that everything I wanted was in yoga, let's say, for example, I've been doing yoga, y'all, I'm not playing yoga is my jam right now. And it's like, Erica, the calmness, the centraling, the quietness, the you being in your body, the meditation, the strength, the support, the balance, the mind, you know, quieting, all of that is in yoga, all of it, the relaxation, but the, you know, the strength, it's all in yoga. I'd be like, really? Like, okay, I'm fucking there. Like, that's all I want. And I'm like, it's in yoga. Why are you not hitting up the mat? So when I say to you that you guys tell me, you know, uh, fuck example after example, it is literally a conversation that hasn't happened. That's all that's happening. Or it's a conversation that went wrong, or it's a conversation that you didn't deeply have. You had it when you were pissed off. You had it on the fly. You had it, you know, in front of other people. You didn't think about it. You had it as a reaction. Does that make sense? Communication is everything. It is why people think something, but it's really something else. It is why people argue about this thing and they feel like they're resenting each other because they haven't discussed it. It is, it is like the core thing. And obviously my top value, I'm a super communicator. I am obsessed with communication because I know the beauty of communication. And here's the thing. And here's why I believe so many of us don't dig into it. It's fucking hard. It's uncomfortable as hell super uncomfortable. We'd rather, this is what happens. We'd, we'd rather be frustrated in what we think is going on in our head. And then because we don't know the answer, what the other person's thinking, because we don't know why they're doing what they're doing, because we don't know, you know, what they're thinking. We don't, we don't have it resolved. Our mind makes shit up. And then we believe the shit that our mind made up instead of going in 
into the conversation, looking and seeking for the truth in that discussion and communicating that with another person. Now, I want to tell you this as an example. I'm going to use this as one example. Let's see if I can find some more. I have a client who is having issues in her marriage. And now if you're not married, think relationship. And if you're not in a relationship, I'll give you another example. But let's say you're in a marriage or you're married to someone or you're in a deep relationship with someone and, you know, you are moving one way. They're not moving. You are wanting to do more greater things with your life and they don't seem to want to come to the party. They're doing things to piss you off or things are pissing you off that they're doing. The daily hustle and bustle of being married or being in that relationship is annoying you. Now throw in children. Maybe there's children in the dynamic. There's work. There's financial stress. There's all kinds of other things going on. Maybe they drink alcohol. Maybe, you know, they eat too much. Maybe they're not healthy. I don't know. Just think about all the many things that could happen. Now you could see that this person, this situation that's happening... Day by day, day by day, there could be arguments. There could be small fire, you know, putting fires out, little arguments that basically that means it's not getting you anywhere. You're just addressing the small stupid thing that's going on. It's putting little mini fires out. You're not dealing, you're not solving the problem. You're just fixing something small. Yeah. So fighting, arguing, little bullshit things like you don't support me. You know, I can't believe you're doing this, blah, 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 fighting and fighting and back and forth and back and forth. When in reality, what needs to happen here, and you could probably see is what party number one needs to say to party number two, we need to have a discussion, a serious discussion, clear the schedule, get the children out of the house, get people looked after so that you and your partner can be face to face with fucking silence in the background a pen and paper and be like, this is what I need to talk about. And if you have issues having difficult conversations, I did a podcast on it, uh, confidently dealing with conflict. It is honestly one of the best ways I can tell you to address a difficult conversation. You never want to go in blaming. You never want to go in pointing the finger. That is not going to work for anybody. This little, the tips I give you in that podcast are awesome. So please go have a listen if you are worried about how are you going to have this discussion. But here's what needs to happen. You sit down, you intentionally, meaning your end result, your goal for this talk is to clear up the, the, the space, to clear up what's happening and to create a game plan moving forward. The intention is that it's serious. The intention is that you want to work some shit out. And this is the big deal to talk, you know, like we need to do it now. And I honestly think a lot of my clients go, yeah, I spoke to him. Yeah, I talked. I'm like, "Mm, were there kids there? Were you pissed off? Was it at your mother-in-law's house? Was it in the car? Was he in the toilet? Were you texting? You know what I'm saying? Like, did you sit there across from one another and intentionally create a space and time to have this deep ass fucking conversation? And then did you bring all your shit to that conversation? Did you, did you pour your heart out? Did you listen hardcore? Did you fucking listen? Did you really hear that other person? Or were you just in there trying to yell and scream? Because that's not a conversation. That's not communicating. Does that make sense? If you're just trying to get your point across and you're not listening, that is not like going to be solid communication for a relationship. So honestly, if you think about it, you sit across from each other, you have a discussion. Here's what's important to me. Here's where I've been. Here's what's been affecting me. Here's what, here's my responsibility that I take for this relationship. Here's where I've been doing this. Here's what I've been being. Here's what I've been thinking and saying and, 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 you know, fucking putting out there, projecting onto you. And this is how I feel. How do you feel? This is what I'd love. What would you love? Blah, blah, blah. Discussion, discussion, deep fucking discussion 
I feel like so much would come out of that. And the other person, first and foremost, is going to take it serious because it's fucking serious. You know, there's no people, there's no distraction. You're not being emotional. When you have emotional conversations that are reactive and you're just shouting and yelling and reacting to someone or you're shutting them down and you're giving them attitude, nobody takes that serious. And remember, when your emotions are high, your intelligence is low. Meaning when you're really fucking angry and pissed off, you're going to do dumb shit. You're going to say shit you don't mean. Has this happened before to you? It's happened to me many times. It still happens to me when I get pissed off. And then straight away I hear what I said and I'm like, sorry, honey. That was, I was angry. That was, I'm sorry. That was dumb. I apologize. Straight away I apologize because I can hear it. It's fucking dumb, you know? Sorry, I think I'm getting a little bit sniffly up in here. So when you're, when your emotions are high, your intelligence is low right? So, and not like two plus two is four fucking intelligence. I'm talking like you say dumb shit that you don't mean and you want to take it back. So if you can, why not intentionally create a space and time to talk, have your shit on paper written down. I don't care if your partner thinks that's corny or it's therapy. Guess what? It's come to the point, my dear, where we need that. And if you're not willing to have that conversation or that person's not willing to meet you halfway and discuss with you and talk to you, and you are trying to do so, then you need to address it accordingly. Then it's like, well, I've tried. You clearly don't want to do this. I can't make you talk. I can't make you want to communicate. I can't make you want to work it out. Now the next measures need to be taken where I would, for me, I would start making my way out of that relationship. I don't care if it was a marriage. I don't care if it was 50 fucking years married. I don't care if we had 10 properties and four kids. I don't give a fuck. My happiness is my everything. And if, if you got kids, I want my children to see what strength looks like, what happiness looks like, what love looks like. Give them the fucking example. And love means loving your fucking self to walk away from some shit that isn't working out. You do not stay together for the kids, air quotes. That is fucking, that's some, that's some fucking 1990s shit that our parents did that we know how that worked out. It didn't. That was our example that we got to see and it wasn't good. We knew they were fighting. We knew they weren't happy. Just fucking break up already. It doesn't mean shit. Marriage is a man-made fucking thing. You can love a bunch of other people. You can leave that relationship. You can start fresh at 50 or 80 or 75. You don't need to be locked in and married till the end and all that shit. Like that is not, that's, that's man-made shit. That's conditioning, that's society, that's religion, that's all of that governmental shit. So you don't have to buy into that. If you're unhappy, that's the key. If you don't feel good, that's the key. Okay, so communication. So in that situation, can you see how a serious fucking intentional communicative like discussion is going to make a difference? It will make a difference. And if you need to have it once a week, you do your own therapy sessions, then so be it. And then if you need to move into therapy or life coaching with your partner, couples coaching, then so be it. If you want this, this shit to work, you need to work. It's work. People say relationship shouldn't be work. Bullshit. It's fucking work, man. Of course it is. It's 100% work. You're constantly trying to make sure that everything you're doing is so that you're happy and the other person's happy and vice versa. It's not a one-way road. That's very selfish of us to think that it's not work. It's 100% work. Now, how does this work in regards to a friendship? Let's talk about friendship. If you're not married or you don't have babies or any of that jazz. So a friend. So a friend makes you feel, maybe you feel like this friend is being a bully or this friend is, you know, um, being rude or pissing you off or making you feel like you're not part of the crew or you're not part of the group and you feel excluded and you feel like you need to suck her ass and you feel like you need to be like on eggshells around her or whatever it is. Again, 
even more difficult because maybe this person intimidates you. But you, if you sit down and go, listen, this is what's been happening for me. I've realized or I've noticed, I feel like this is happening. This is my view. I'm not saying this is true, but this is how I feel. And I really just want to let you know that blah, 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 blah. What do you feel? Bam. Some people are right now shitting themselves listening to this going, I can't even imagine going up to my friend and talking about this. She always takes it personal. She gets angry. Guess what? That's not your fucking problem. I had a friend who always took everything personal, still had a discussion with her, had to talk to her and be like, hey, this is what it is. And if you want to take it personal, that's cool. I love you. That's not what I mean. But it's up to you. You can decide. So you could say, I love you. That's not what I mean. But if you want to take a personal cool, but that's not it. You know, that's up to you. I love you. And keep saying that. I love you. And it's not that, but up to you what you want to take. You know, because really how people address you and how people take the information that you give them is up to them. It's their perception. So it's totally up to them. You could be super nice, super caring, super communicative, amazing in your discussion. And they could take it the wrong way. How does that have to do with you? It doesn't. It has to do with them. They could be defensive. They could be the kind of people who at the moment don't like confrontation. They could be, I mean, all kinds of things could be going on. The point is that you clear up your end of the bargain. The point is that you stand in courageously communication or courageous communication. That's the point. And I'm telling you this because especially if you're like, Eric, I'm so scared. I don't like confrontation. Then this literally, if you think, if you say in your head, yeah, that's me. I don't like confrontation, Erica. I can't do it. That's exactly what you need to do. Repeat after me. That is exactly what I need to do. That is exactly what you need to do. If you are scared and avoiding that because it's your thing and you've always feared that, then I want you to run towards it. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, okay, so you're going to keep being scared and not grow and not develop yourself and think that listening to podcasts is going to help you. No, it doesn't. You have to actually take the fucking action. You can listen to every goddamn podcast in the world. You could have Oprah Winfrey sitting next to you, coaching you, Tony Robbins telling you what to do, coaching you. You still have to fucking do it yourself. Nobody could take that from you. Isn't it beautiful? Because it's your own growth. And believe you me, if you think that you're going to try to inspire someone else to grow or teach your children how to do shit, you have to do it first. It is so uncomfortable. I am telling you that right now. We know that. Okay? You're not going to die. I promise you won't die. I promise you. It's going to feel like it, but you won't. You can do it. Who cares how it comes out? Just do it. Get that shit done. Get used to having difficult conversations with people. It has to be a part of communication is a part of our human existence. And if we are constantly avoiding those conversations that must be had, this is where we get into trouble as a species. This is where we get into trouble in relationships. This happened with my in-laws. I'll give you another example. If if it's not friends and it's not relationships, let's talk about in-laws. Let's talk about something like that. My, my in-laws, we lived with my in-laws for, it was meant to be six months. We ended up living with them for a year and a half. And of course it was challenging. They had a big house, but it was challenging because we're in their house. It's their way. And there's certain things that we like that they don't like and vice versa, you know, and we had to really communicate and learn how to communicate. And I was not good at it. I'm a firecracker. My Puerto Rican ass was, you know, real angry and, and Hamish's dad is more is old school Sri Lankan so he gets his dinner served first he's the man of the house the woman is I'm not saying less than but it's kind of like that relationship where like the man is superior that old chauvinistic stuff men don't cry all of that and he's a beautiful soul like gorgeous man but they have that way and then they're older they're Sri Lankan they're old school they're 76 years old 
I ain't going to try to change them. That's who they are. And that's fine. It's, they shouldn't be any other way. I'm the one that's young. I'm the one that's developing and growing myself. So I need to act accordingly and know who they are. So I'm in their house trying to fight with them about shit. And so we really had to figure out a way on how to set our boundaries as parents for our children who were living there, set our boundaries as a couple so that we knew what we could jump into conversation wise. And I had to set my own boundaries, you know, as a in-law, I mean, as a daughter-in-law to go, you know what, when we're drinking red wine, we don't talk about religion. When we're drinking red wine, we don't discuss heated arguments about politics and shit like that, about baptizing our kids. We chose not to baptize our kids because we don't go to church and we don't believe in that way. They're Catholic as hell. That's funny, Catholic as hell. Um, they're Catholic, right? So they're like, why didn't you baptize your kids? Your kids are going to be terrorists, blah, blah, blah. If you don't baptize them, all that jazz. Um, and so we're like, no, we're not doing it because for us, we don't believe in it. So we got, we stand in our own truth, but we had to communicate to them. Listen, this is our truth. You guys can believe what you want to believe. But for us, we do not believe that we're not going to do anything that anybody else makes us do. We're going to teach our kids that they go with what they believe in and we don't believe in it. So we're not doing it. We're not doing it for you. We're not doing it for my mom. We're not doing it for anybody else. We're doing what we want to do for our kids. And please have, you know, a little bit of respect for what we want. It's our family and it's our choice. We're going to raise our kids amazingly, but we are not going to baptize them in any church. And we had to say that. And bam, did they like it? No. Was it a little bit of an argument for a few days? Yeah. But guess what? We had to hold our own. We had to hold it and say, this is what we want. And we did it in the most respectful, beautiful way. And they got still got pissed off. That's not our problem. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, you're not doing it because you want their reaction to be amazing. You're doing it because you need to clear it off your own self. Become a communicator. Become amazing at conversing with people your truth and what you believe to be true and what's important to you. Because no wonder you're getting fucking frustrated and pissed off. You're not speaking truth. I'm telling you guys, I, woman after woman that messages me, I just go, oh, that's just a conversation you haven't had. Literally, that's a conversation you haven't had. Why don't you just call that person and say, hey, this is who I've been being. I, I apologize. I take I take responsibility for my stuff. But here's what I'm feeling with you. And am I wrong? Or are we weird right now? Is What, what happened? Did this happen? Or did that happen? Because I feel like this, you know, I'm doing Q&A Tuesday today. And one of uh, the topic is uh, a girlfriend. Um, this friend wants her her girlfriend who she loves to death to get out of this shitty relationship. She's in a really bad relationship, toxic relationship with this man. She's unhappy. The girl is unhappy as hell, constantly tells her friend how unhappy she is, but how scared she is to leave him because she doesn't want to be alone. She's scared she's going to be alone. She's scared, you know, he's going to leave her if she says anything to him. So she's in a toxic relationship, one, pissed off and unhappy, two, and bitching to her friend, three, and doesn't want to do anything, four, right? Her friend is asking me, what can I say to her? I need to get her to understand that she's got to go. I want her to listen to your podcast. I want her to, you know, what can we do for her? I'm going to straight up tell her there's nothing you can do for her. You need to have a conversation with her and go, I love you. You need to leave. Clearly you're unhappy because every time I see you, you're complaining and you haven't done shit. So when we hang out, I don't want to fucking hear about how unhappy you are unless you're going to do something about it. Like I don't get to be your friend and sit here listening to your ass complain all the time and you're not doing nothing. Like you don't get to do that because that's toxic for you as a friend as well. So you can tell your friend, I love you and I support you and I can see you're unhappy. I would love for you to leave and I will support you through leaving and I will be there for you, but you can't stay in this relationship 
be unhappy bitching about this guy and then talking my ear off and fucking making toxic shit in my head about this relationship when you ain't doing nothing. That's the conversation she needs to have with her friend. Do you think that's comfortable? No. Do you think most people want to do that? No, but that's exactly what the fuck needs to happen because then her friend will value her and say, shit, I'm sorry. I always complain about him. Let me stop talking about him. Let's talk about you. How are you friend? Let's talk about other shit. Your friend doesn't want to hear about how fucked up your relationship is, especially when your ass ain't going to do nothing about it. Like, come on. It's your friend. She cares about you. So do you see everything? Everything I get is a conversation. So I just want to tell you that the key, the magical key to everything you want and desire, the key to the universe through difficult stuff is you communicating, is you speaking, is you being bold and brave and courageous enough. I know it's scary. I know it is. But you going, fuck it, I'm going to do it anyway. And figuring out how to find that voice of yours, how to have the conversation. What happens is this. You don't have the conversation because you think in your head something bad's going to happen. So here's what happens. You don't have the conversation. You make up a story in your head how it may go. And in your head, it's really scary. It's horrible. It's worst case scenario. And then you go, fuck, I'm not having it because that's so scary. But hello, you made that shit up in your head. It didn't really happen. <laughs> that shit's made up in your head and you freaked yourself out from some bullshit that you made up in your fucking head that's not real. I'm going to say that again. You made up some bullshit in your head that's not real and then you believed it and then you didn't take any action, but it's not real. Have the fucking conversation. Have the conversations. There are many. I, I, I ask you now at the end of this podcast to look in your life honestly with the fucking fine tooth comb where in your life are you not having the conversations that you know you need to have the meaningful conversations that you know need to be had the the fucking deep hardcore crazy ass conversations that you know you've been avoiding that are going to clean up and clear up so much more energy and space in your head and in your heart that you have not been having and i recommend you and your homework is to look where are those conversations at and why you haven't had them yet and can you start having them even if they're the small, easy ones, start having them. Do yourself a favor. That's how you start reclaiming your voice, your confidence, standing in who the fuck you are. Stop giving a fuck what people think. It's through communication, through your eyes, through your mouth, through your body language, through expressing yourself to people in a respectful, loving way, by the way, right? You don't have to be an asshole and tell people off. That's not the way. That's not communication. That's you being a jerk and screaming and yelling. That's you reacting. I don't want you to react. I want you to communicate. I want you to communicate clearly and say, this is where I've been. This is what's been happening. Listen to that podcast if you want more tips, because that is really helpful. The way you can take responsibility and talk to someone. But I'm telling you guys, everything you want is through communication. Everything. It's the fucking key to the universe. I hope that this served you. See, I sing at the end too. I'm telling you, it's weird. I don't know. Anyway, thank you for listening to the Confidence Chronicles podcast. I love you. I hope this served you. I'm sending you heaps of love. I've enjoyed so much talking to you guys. I am not going anywhere. Some of you are like, please don't stop doing the podcast. I literally have eight episodes that I'm sitting on that are already done. So uh, you, should, you can better believe that this podcast is going to have 500 plus episodes. Don't you worry about that. And we might even start interviewing people. Uh, I want to interview my husband, Hamish Kramer from Alter Ego, the gym, because he's amazing with fitness and body and mindset and meditation sexy motherfucker he's amazing at that he's amazing at um talking about men and how men think and feel in relationships so we might do a few podcasts with hamish um 
I want to interview my girlfriend, Angela Gallo, because she's the jam and she is really one of the most self-expressed, own who the fuck you are, fully, fully expressed people I have ever met. Um, very similar to me. And to be honest, I haven't met many people like myself or like her. And I love that. She has no filter. She is hot pink hair, vixen with tattoos on her neck and fingers and everywhere. And she's hot and amazing and is an activist in all ways and forms. And so I think it's really, it would be really valuable for you to hear more from someone like that. Amazing story. Um, yeah, so I'm going to see if I could bring some people on to do some interviews. So let's see how we go. Anyway, I love you guys. Thank you so damn much for listening. My darling, we are in wild times right now. And in order for you to manage your mind and boost your immunity and be level-headed instead of panic, I want to invite you to consider online training, to consider joining a community, a sistership where you are going to be held, where you're going to be supported, where you have a safe space to unravel. And with all this time at home, you can actually better your life and work on yourself. Good news as well, I have now done a 12-month payment plan for the online sisterhood. So many women right now are experiencing trouble with their finances, losing their jobs, being single mothers, not knowing when their next money or paycheck is going to come from. And we are navigating that with our current sisterhood members. We are working with every woman that we can in order to support them in these tough times. And I hear you out there saying, I'd love to join the sisterhood, but I can't afford it. I can't afford six payments. So what I've done is made it a year-long program. It's a year-long program with a year-long payment plan. I really, really want you to consider if this is the time for you to join the sisterhood and work on yourself. It is available to you now. Let's do the damn thing. Thank you so much for listening. I so appreciate your ears, your time, your energy, and your attention. Please do me a favor and head over to Apple iTunes, subscribe so that you don't miss an episode, share this episode with a sister who you know needs to hear it, and if you feel called to, leave me a review. I'd love to know what you think about the podcast. I'd love to know how this information is helping you change your world. Thank you so much for being here. I know that there are many podcasts you could listen to, and I really appreciate you listening to mine. Have a gorgeous week, honey.